Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for joining me for the Hardcore Leadership Podcast. I'm excited about this platform. I'm, I'm excited. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I'm honored that you would take time and, and even uh, avail yourself toward. I'm, I'm grateful for your feedback that I've been receiving so so far. Thus far, I'm, I'm thankful for everybody who's uh, text or emailed or, or sent in messages or or uh, just show me some admiration and let me know that that this podcast, um, the first one. Uh, was indeed uh, right on the spot you needed um, to be hit. Uh, that lets me know that I'm going in the right direction. So um, <clears throat> I'm very honored uh, for your uh, your listenership, and I, I appreciate you uh, so very, very much. Uh, you know, again, uh, this uh, podcast is not necessarily uh, going to just be me talking all the time. I'm going to have some guests on. I'm going to have... Um, some things that uh, maybe it, it's a, a session that I've taught on leadership uh, prior uh, to, and I'm going to play it on here. So you're going to hear a lot of different things on here. And again, if you uh, uh, are a leader in your industry, maybe you have a great story you want to share, you can email me, antar, A-N-T-A-R-F-M-1, that's like Frank Michael one at gmail.com. Again, antarfm1 at gmail.com. And uh, perhaps we can discuss it. Maybe you'll be a guest here on the Hardcore Leadership Podcast. Uh, it's not just a show for uh, those who are in the religious circle. It's not just a show for Christians. It's not just a show for men. Not just a show for women, although I'm a male host. This is a show for anybody, not just a show for black people, uh, for white people. This is a show for everybody, anybody who wants to cultivate what's on the inside and make what's on the inside of you flourish this is the show for you. So make sure you share it with somebody, please. Make sure you send the link out. I, we are available on several different platforms, and I'll make sure I have all of those uh, before this broadcast is over. But make sure you share it for me, please. If you don't mind, I'm trying to make it available everywhere I can to make it a little easier. So if you have an Android, I don't know why you do, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not shading you. But if you have an Android or if you have an iPhone, whichever platform you uh, find more um, convenient, that's what I want to make uh, happen for you. So let's jump right into it. Uh, I want to talk about on this show um, picking your battles. You know, I was um, uh, talking to a friend of mine, and they were admonishing um, how that um, I uh, don't let a lot of things bother me. And how I seem to be so cool, calm, and collective, and and how I seem to play it cool at all times. Now, while I appreciate the compliment, it's it's not necessarily the truth. It's not necessarily, um, you know, it's it's not me twenty four hours a day. Uh, there are some things that frazzle me. There are some things that that get to me. Some things that get under my skin, and it kind of. It really kind of depends on what day it is or what you bring to me. And it's all about timing as well. Um, but I, I, I deem it really important uh, to pick the battles that I choose to fight. And, and I wanted to talk about that today because I see so many people uh, fighting needless battles, fighting battles at work, fighting battles at home, uh, fighting battles with their spouse or with your children, fighting battles with your friends or your family, 
And so you live constantly in a world where you are fighting needless battles. And I'm just wondering, is there a better use of your time? Could could your life be preserved a bit if you just simply fought uh, battles that really meant something and chose not to fight a battle that you didn't have to? If you picked your battles a little wiser, if you picked your battles a little more carefully, I'm wondering if you could have more peace in your life. I'm wondering if you would have more joy in your life, more fulfillment in your life. I'm wondering if if you would be able to absorb moments a bit better if you really took time and just picked the battles that you chose to give your attention to. There are certain times when absolutely you do have to either stand up for yourself, you have to uh, choose to fight back, you, you don't want to lay down and, and just take it, and you don't want to, um, you, you don't want to um, just lay, roll over and let somebody take advantage of you. But there are some times where you, you have to be honest. There may be times where you have looked back and said, man, that was really, really pointless. I don't know why I got involved in that. I don't know why I interjected myself in that. I don't know why I began to argue with that person or or um, go to this person. You know, there's an old saying about a fool uh, doesn't argue with another fool because it makes you both a fool. And I may get that wrong, some of y'all who are, are better at some of those uh, old uh, country co- colloquialisms. You may have it a little bit better than me. But, uh, you know, you never argue with a fool because it'll make two of y'all. Uh, that that may be a little closer. I've I've never, um, I've never really um, admitted to being a uh, this scholar, as it were. So if I get a, a country saying or something wrong, email me and let me know. I don't want to be on here all wrong, getting these country sayings wrong, and you right now hitting your phone, hitting your steering wheel, or whatever you listen to it on. Like what is he talking about? No, my grandmama said this. Oh, my granddaddy, te- my granddaddy told me this. My daddy used to say this. So if I got the country saying wrong, let me know. I don't want to be out here all wrong. Here I am misrepresenting myself and misrepresenting the country quote. Let me know so that I get the quote correctly next time. Try saying that three times fast, but uh, so but but the reality is I want you to stop going into battles. That are pointless. That's that's it. Stop going into battles that mean nothing. I'm going to give you three questions in just a few moments that are going to help you to identify what you should get involved in and what you should not. These are some things that I actually use in my own life. But before I get there, I, I just really want to admonish the point that some of you are sabotaging your own peace in the name of you being correct. You're sabotaging your own peace in the name of you being correct because you have now become a victim of your own ego. I say you have become a victim of your own ego because you refuse to let somebody think that you are wrong or incorrect in the situation. So instead... You, uh, it, it, instead of uh, apologizing or being humble or just letting the issue blow by and go on, move on, let, let, let sleeping dogs lie, as the old folks say. See, I got that one right. Or, or just 
just forgetting it. And let's let's move on. It's not that big of a deal. You want to be right. And now your ego is causing you to destroy relationships, whether that's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a spouse, even destroy a relationship with your children, destroy a relationship uh, with somebody who loves you and who cares for you. But they're sick of arguing with you on every little thing. They're sick of the fact that you have to be right and nobody else can ever be right and you can never be wrong, even when you know you're wrong. Because sometimes you can argue a point and in the back of your head, you kind of know you're wrong or you don't have the facts right. And there's something else, too. Why argue a point if you don't have the complete facts? If you don't have the facts and all you have is hearsay, then why are you trying to argue a point? Why are you trying to get involved in something where you have no real value? You don't have no information. It's not you, you're just getting getting in off of hearsay or maybe you found something on the Internet and all that kind of stuff and you haven't really done your due diligence. And so now you're taking the point and running with it and you're fighting a battle with with false, erroneous information. And that's what I'm asking you. Why are you doing that? Why are you fighting these battles and you don't even have the correct information? You're fighting a battle and you don't even need to be involved because you're already wrong. But because your ego, your pride won't let you back down. You don't want to seem weak. I want you to know I'm a man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a woman. I, I want you to know that I'm in charge here. I'm the boss. I'm daddy. I'm this and I'm that. And, and I'm right. And then you subtly go back to your house, go back to your situation, go back to yourself, and you say, oh, I don't know if I was all the way right about that one, but I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> I ain't going to apologize. They're going to apologize to me. They're going to need me before I need them, okay? You're, need, you're, you're going around, you're saying that they're going to need me before I need them is going to be the destruction of many relationships in your life, whether business or personal. Your ego your ego, your pride. As the scriptures uh, say, pride comes before destruction. Your pride. And also say that God hates a proud look. It's your pride, your ego, that's going to eventually be your demise because you don't know how to back down. You don't know how to apologize. You don't know how to let somebody else be right. You don't have to be right all the time. It's, it's okay to, to sometimes not be the smartest person in the room. It's okay to say, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. I should have never uh, interjected myself in that. I'm sorry. It is not a bad thing to say I'm sorry. Okay? It's not. I want to ask you, to, in, in these picking these battles, why? Why? That's not my three questions yet, but this is one one of the questions that I do want to ask you before I get to that section. Why do you feel the need to do that? What is it about you 
that makes you pick up these small things and swing a baseball bat at a net. And in the midst of of trying to get the baseball bat, you have destroyed everything around you trying to get this gnat, trying to get this fly, trying to kill this small thing with a large object. Here you are, you got a, a, a machine gun and you're trying to you're trying to knock out and, and kill a fly. So you're destroying everything around you because of this one small thing. I'm telling you, if you don't learn to pick your battles wisely, you're gonna be an old man, an old woman, and you're gonna be looking back over your life and and see people who genuinely loved you, who really liked you, opportunities you really could have had. But you have now pushed them all away. Nobody wants to be around you. Nobody wants to do business with you. You Nobody wants to marry you. Your own children don't want to be around you. Your relatives don't want to be around you. Because every time they're around you, your ego has to now take center stage. Your pride has to now be the center of attention. And you are picking these battles that mean nothing. You're picking battles with people that mean nothing. You're picking battles... Here's one of the worst things. You're picking battles sometimes with people who are only temporary. There's no need to get in an argument with this person. You're only going to be around them for a few moments. Why? Why? In the name of, I got to say something back. No, you don't. Go on about your day. Go on about your day. If they're not abhorrently uh, aggressive and abhorrently uh, 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 offensive towards you, uh, just let it go on. It doesn't matter. You sometimes have to be the bigger person. I think Michelle Obama said it best. When they go high or when they go low, we go high. Sometimes in picking the battles, you got to know when to stay high and let them go low. That's fine. Okay, cool. If that's how you feel, good. I choose not to give my my peace to you. I'm not going to let you have, I have a certain mind space, I have a certain space that I have, and I'm not going to let you take control of it. People ask me sometimes, how do I find, ba- find balance? How do I, I keep the peace? That's because I, I am very cautious about who I let in my space and whose spaces I go into. I don't let you in my space if you have a hellish, uh, chaotic disposition if you're always uh, argumentative and and you always want to be confrontational about even stupid stuff, I don't I don't let you in my space that easily. I don't hardly let you in at all. I maybe let you visit, but the moment I see that that thing peeking up again, I'll, I'll give you a chance. But the moment I see that peeking up again, I'm out. And vice versa, I don't want you in my space. Don't come over here, and I'm not coming over there, because I don't want to live in a chaotic world. I don't hardly watch dramas on TV as it is. Because my life is, is full already, and I, th- I have things that I have to carefully pay attention to, which causes, which causes me to use quite a bit of brain power. So I don't need the, the rest of my brain power to be used on stressing you, for, uh, dealing with your stress, and worried about if, if I say the wrong thing now, it's going to be an argument. If I do something that, that you maybe don't agree with, it's going to be an argument. Or maybe I have to be the referee. If we go to the gas station and somebody say something wrong or we go to lunch or something like that, somebody say something wrong, now I got to be your referee and I got to get you back in the car. I don't want to do that. I don't want to babysit you. 
So I control whose spaces I go into and I control the spaces, uh, my space and who I allow in my space. And that's what that's what you got to do. If you're going to guard your peace, you got to be mindful of whose spaces you go into and who's uh, you allow in your space. And that that can include family because I have family. We all have family. You go there or they come here. You know, I'm in your world, but I'm not of your world. I love you. But we're not going to just hang out all the time. We all got them. We all got them. And if you say you ain't got them, you probably it. <laughs> but it, you just have to be very mindful of your space and whose space you go into and who you allow in your space. That makes sense? Good. See? I'm sure you say, yeah. I'm just going to go off the fact that this may be, you know, a, a audio uh, broadcast, but you know, a podcast. Well, I know you say yes. When I said this makes sense, I know you say yes. I just got faith. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm just pretty sure you did. But you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I want want you to ask these three questions. Number one, before you get ready to pick a battle, before you be, get ready to pick a fight, I want you to ask this question: Is it worthy of you? Is it worthy? Of you, this thing that you're trying to, uh, you're about to fight. This thing you're about to go into, is it worthy of you? Is it worth your time, your energy, your efforts, your emotions? Is it worth you having getting high blood pressure? Is it worth? Is it worth it? Is it worthy of you? Is it worthy? You have to think of yourself more than, uh, you know. Just somebody who may work at 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 Seven Eleven or somebody uh, lowly, you have to think highly of yourself. I don't care what you do; you could be a janitor. You got to think highly of yourself. You can be working at Walmart. You can be working anywhere. You can be working at the bank. You can be the bank president. You got to think highly of yourself and ask yourself when somebody tries to take you into an argument, take you into a situation taking you in, uh, into some kind of disagreement, is this thing that you're getting ready to fight, is this battle worthy of me? There's no need for me to be in it. That, that's not worthy of my time. I'm not going to pay attention to that. That's not worthy of my time. I'll let somebody else deal with that. I'll let somebody else fight that. Oh, you know what? That thing just, it's going to dissolve itself. It's not worthy of me getting involved in it. There's no need for me to do that. I don't have to get involved in that. I don't have to get involved. That that's not me. I'm good. You keep staying and you keep fighting and you keep looking like a fool. That's not worthy of me. That's not who I represent. That's not who I want to be. I don't care about that as much as you do. So, deuces, holler. Let the doorknob hit you. Come on, you know how to finish the statement. That's not worthy of me. I think of my. I think too much and too highly of myself. To get involved in something that menial, that meaningless, that menial and that meaningless. I think too highly of myself to get involved in something so trivial, so elementary. It's not worthy of my presence being in there. It's not worthy of my presence being in that chaotic room. I'm worth more than that. Number two, 
I want you to ask, your, ask yourself before you get ready to go into a battle, before you get ready to fight something, will I care about this in six months to a year? That's a really important question to ask because six months to a year from now, you may be in a completely different mindset. You may be in a, in a completely different mind frame. Your situation could be different. This is something that may not even have that big of a difference in your life. And I'm asking you, before you get ready to pick a battle, in six months to a year from now, will that thing matter? Is it worthy of you? And in six months to a year from now, will you still remember it? Because there's no need in getting into a battle, something that's going to take your peace, take your joy, uh, make you frustrated, make you irritated. It, it will um, end up killing off relationships. It will end up killing off um, opportunities you have for something that is so temporary. In six months to a year from now, you're gonna, not going to even remember why you were arguing about that. You're not going to even remember this. Now, you'll remember it if it, if it tears up uh, your family and house and, and job and stuff like that. But I'm asking you, before you get ready to pick one of these small battles, will you even care about it then? When you look at the calendar one year from today or six months from today, will this thing, this battle that you keep going back to, will you care about it? And that's for all these little bitty things you keep arguing with, these little bitty stresses, these little, these little gnats of life, all these little people you keep arguing with and proving your point to and want to make sure that you let them know who you are and, and you're not going to talk to me like that and all that, all that kind of stuff. Will it even matter? Does it really matter like that? Six, six weeks, six months? Oh, let's give it six days. Some of y'all argued about stuff that in six days, six minutes, by the time you leave the office, it is not going to matter anymore. So why give so much energy and effort into something that really does not matter? And my third question for you, and this is a biggie, is it really that big of a deal? Is it that big of a deal? Come on. Now, is it really that big of a deal? And here's why I want you to ask yourself that. Because you could be stressing yourself out, and it's not that big of a deal. You know, the funny thing, uh, and all of my parents will really uh, relate to this, my, my daughters at, at this time right now, um, they're 18 and, and 15. And I can remember... Uh, when they were young, really stressing out about some things because there were some some ways that I wanted uh, things to happen. And I, you know, uh, as a young father, you're really trying to raise them and I want them to do this and do that because, you know, this is what I've seen and what not and this is how I was raised and all that. And then you start getting older and they get older and you just realize, oh, what the hell? It's not that big of a deal. It's really not. You start realizing it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't matter the way you thought it would matter. And that's one thing age will also teach you. It doesn't matter the way you thought it would. 
It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, you're right. Go on. If you want to be right about it, that's fine with me. I'm going to keep my peace. You keep, you keep, you're obviously keeping a score. So you mark it down on the scoreboard. You are right about it. I don't care about it that much. It's not that big of a deal. Go right ahead. I choose what I fight. I choose my battles. And there are some things I look at it that's not that big of a deal. Why are you stressing about something that's not that big of a deal? It's not going to matter in six months to a year. It's not worthy of you. It's not that big of a deal. Look at everything you're fighting. Look at everything you're stressed with. Look at everything that is keeping you up at night. And I want you to ask yourself ask yourself this question. Is it that big of a deal? Is it really worth your time like that? Will you really care about it in six months to a year? And I guarantee you there are a lot of things that you're stressing out about. There are a lot of things you're putting up with. And if you ask, ask yourself these three questions, you'll be able to eliminate a lot of stress and maybe some people out of your, out of your life because these toxic people find it hard to be in a peaceful situation. There's a quote that I wrote down that I, I thought about. When your point is more important than peace, you will forever live in a world of conflict. I'll say it again. When your point, making your point, is more important than peace, you will forever live in a world of conflict. It's not that big of a deal. And some people are sabotaging their own peace by nitpicking and finding a fight and and giving their energies over to something that's meaning, meaningless because they subconsciously feel more comfortable in chaos than they do silence. There are some people who, who have talked themselves out of and sabotaged and jacked up and messed up their own peace simply because it didn't feel comfortable to them because they've gotten so accustomed to chaos and, and raising hell around you and giving other people hell that now I put you in a peaceful environment, which is normal, by the way, but they really feel abnormal there. They feel like a foreigner in a peaceful land. Because they're so used to making war, they don't know how to be comfortable in peace. It's peacetime, my brother. It's peacetime, my sister. No need in going to war with people who don't matter. No need in going to war anywhere anymore with things and people that do not matter, that are not worthy of you, that's not going to last longer than six months, and that's not a big deal. Find yourself some peace. There's a great quote by my mentor, my pastor, my leader, my friend, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. He loves to say this all the time. Never go to battle where there are no spoils. That means don't go to battle if, it, if, it's, if it's not a real reward that's going to come out. There's no need in fighting that battle. So I'm telling you, don't go to battle where there are no spoils. And don't fight a battle that you're going to come out. And ultimately, you're going to end up losing because you're going to age quicker. You're going to end up getting hypertension. You're going to end up being unhealthy. You're going to end up losing relationships because you keep going to battle where there is no real payoff. Only to say that you won or that you were right. And your ego will never tell you you've had enough.
It won't. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you to, to protect your peace. I want you to have peace. You as my listener, I want you to have peace in your mind, peace in your spirit, peace at home, peace at work. I know you, you I know it's a hellish world, but I want you to be able to get peace where you can. There's no need and and uh, going to work and having hell and coming home and having hell. I want you to find peace somewhere. If you don't find peace but nowhere, but on, in these few minutes, minutes of listening to this, I want you to have some peace, something for you. If you don't have peace, if you don't get re-energized, if you don't get uh, refueled, then you're going to be of no good, no, no use for anybody else. So this is what I'm going to do. I am going to tell you that you can listen to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Public Radio, or Radio Public uh, app, SoundCloud, and now on TuneIn Radio as well. You can listen to this app. I want you to share this with somebody. I want you to tell them about this uh, podcast. I want you, if you this um, broadcast has been a, a, a tremendous blessing to you, I want you to share it with somebody else and let them experience what you're experiencing. And I want you to write me, email me, antarfm uh, one at gmail.com A-N-T-A-R-F-M-1 One, rather, at gmail.com Antarfm1 at gmail.com Now, for these last 60 seconds before I close I'm going to give you pure silence And I'm not doing that because I ran out of things to say But for one minute, I want you to do nothing And if you're driving, it'll be a little harder if you're walking, that may be hard. I don't want you to close your eyes and walk into anything or drive into anything. But I want you to just clear your mind for one minute. And I'll talk to you the next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this broadcast. It is indeed my honor. Until next time, God bless. Take care.